This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Well, on the subject of cultures that have seemingly successfully turned it around, the Miami Dolphins, who oh, yeah. I, I was the first person Fins to camp up. out for, I was the first Monday Football Monday leg. Don't let anybody else fool you. I rode for the Dolphins is last up. week. A big time 34-31 to 31 victory over the Arizona Cardinals. Both of these teams now sit at 5-3. and three. Pete, you did put the Dolphins on the charcuterie board this week. Congratulations on being second to the party. Wait, RJ, RJ, wait, wait, wait. Who, who, did, you pick in the, him off. <laughs> who did you pick in this game, RJ? I picked the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. And right. I'm okay so with I don't care who wrong. you picked first. If you're going to jump off this ship, if you're going to jump off this ship, there's got to be a new captain. I am the captain now. Went on the SB Nation story once again on Instagram. Told everybody who was going to win this football game. I'm giving away free money. Last week it was the Bengals. <laughs> this week it was the Dolphins. You're welcome. Uh, let's go. Let, let's since I'm the captain okay. now. Let's go to the interview. We heard uh, Michael. You we heard from the the Miami Dolphins reporter. Thank you. Let's go to it. Yeah, let's go to. Let's- you mentioned picking up money, Pete. Let's take it to the Houts. Josh Houts from the Finsider joins us next right here on Monday Football Monday. Josh, I mean this in the least condescending way possible, but the Dolphins are good and they're really fun as I think people are starting to figure out what happened to them in this last year from 2019 to 2020 that spurred this transformation. What has that looked like from your end? It's quite the transformation and we know things kind of started off a little bit rocky there. We all knew the tank for Tua. We knew they were even in play there for Joe Burrow for a little bit, but then they rattled off those that, that win streak at the end of the season. Everyone started to kind of believe Brian Flores, I mean, he's bringing in his players. I think they had, they brought in 45 new players this offseason, whether that's draft picks, free agent signings. I mean, you can go down the list. I mean, this entire team is completely rebuilt, and that's on the offensive side, the defensive side. Special teams, this entire team is starting to embody that New England mentality, that culture. You know, you always hear about it when these assistant coaches go elsewhere. Are they going to bring in that Bill Belichick culture, and is this going to be a New England-type team? I mean, we're seriously seeing that right now, Miami. The defense looks very similar to what we saw in New England. I mean, that's no surprise with Brian Flores' roots. But, I mean, this team is playing great football, complimentary football on all sides. And, you know, it's just nice to see. And I don't want to get too excited. You mentioned the Dolphins are playing good football. I mean, they they really, really are. But 
as a Dolphins fan, you just want to temper your expectations because it feels like, you know, whenever you get your hopes up, they kind of fall back down. But uh, this team's exciting, and I'm, I'm definitely excited for the, the direction in which they're headed. Yeah, you mentioned the New England culture. That's been a, a real struggle for other coaches to kind of pull off. You know, Joe Judge is having a struggle with the Giants. Matt Patricia is struggling to, to get that installed over in Detroit. But Brian Flores has really got it going. And the Dolphins, as a result, they're on a four-game win streak. They're fourth in the league in point differential. They come into Arizona, and, and Tua Tungabailoa has a duel with Kyler Murray and comes out on top, 34-31. Uh, this is just a week after trouncing the Rams. What were your major takeaways from this win against Arizona? I think my biggest takeaway from this performance against the Cardinals was that it was so much different than last weekend. We already heard it from the national pundits. You know, they were kind of saying Tua Tungabailoa was struggling compared to Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. You just didn't really see that performance that a lot of Dolphin fans, that a lot of people that were very high on Tua in the draft process expected to see. It. And again, it was his first career start. We know the unprecedented offseason. The defense picked them up. They had those four takeaways against the Rams, completely confused the hell out of Jared Goff. He had no answer for them. And then this week, it was kind of a completely different story. We knew that Tua Tungavaloa was going to have to go head-to-head against Kyler Murray. We know the battle that they had in college, how epic that was. We all saw the graphic from the Cardinals' official uh, team Twitter, and you know it was a battle of the rocket power, and it really was. It was two of the NFL's young, talented quarterbacks going head-to-head. You know, This was one of those games where it is a second year of a Brian Flores rebuild, and you expected the Dolphins to be able to eventually compete in these games, but they went to Arizona. They played a very good Cardinals team coming off a bye, and you know the way Tua Tungvalu went out there, the way he played under pressure, the way he drove the Dolphins downfield when he needed to, he, he showed what everyone you know gets excited about there in Miami, and you, you saw those traits and those skills that make him a potentially elite quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, you can't help but be excited by the performance by Tua in this one. I totally agree. And, and look, let's flip sides of the ball here. Let's let's talk about the defense because you mentioned that Rams game and the defense definitely had a big part to play in that win. And, that, and that's going to help them. If Tua has some struggles, you know, you got a defense that can kind of lift you up. We saw the Seahawks, you know, they had a terrible defensive game. Russ looks human and, and they can't they can't hold serve long enough to get back into the game. I think it's a different case with how the Dolphins are built. So they are on a 14 game run of having at least one defensive takeaway. They're sniffing around the top 10 in DVOA. They're a top five scoring defense. When you look at this defense, what's the strengths? What's the weakness? What are we looking at when we examine this defense? Listening to all that, I mean, that really is music to my ears. And I mean, heading into this year, you know, you kind of were waiting to see that this, you know, you brought Brian Flores in here and he was this defensive minded coach and you're waiting to see this defense truly become elite. And we saw the transformation with Brian Flores. You know, he brought in all these free agent acquisitions. You saw the draft picks they made. And it starts with that secondary. We know the Byron Jones signing was that huge offseason move. And, and while he struggled, a little bit yesterday. We saw that big play by Christian Kirk. You see what the secondary does, and that allows those guys up front, the Emmanuel Agbas, the Shaq Lawsons, that maybe weren't those big free agent signings that a lot of fans wanted. I mean, David Clowney was out there, and some of these other names, and those were the players that these fans were focused on, but they brought in Emmanuel Agba, they brought in Shaq Lawson, they have Andrew Van Ginkle. I mean, they have a bunch of names that I could sit and rattle off that a lot of fans truly don't know about, but they're all doing their part. They're all creating pressure, whether that be because the secondary is doing their part and allowing those guys to get pressure up front, or it's just these you know, you see the blitz package. You see that zero blitz. I mean, it's it's kind of all anybody's talking about, and it's just creating mismatch nightmares for these uh, opposing offenses, and that's what you want to see from Brian Flores. And again, it's exciting to see in year two during, you know, when this quarterback change happened at the bye. You know, the Dolphins were three and three. I mean, this is exciting times, like you said. They, they just won two, two games against very good teams. They're in the midst of a true playoff push. I think if the season ended today, they might have that last seed. So, you know, it's all coming together, and I think you can find some strengths on the defense, but there are some weaknesses, and I think they do need that true speed rusher, and I do think they might 
uh, target a linebacker in the draft. But it's been awesome to see the way this defense has started to unfold. Yeah, you're seeing the plan unfold and, and really starting to see that that seed bloom for you guys, which is great. And look, every time I talk with another team community man on here, I ask them to predict the future. So the Dolphins have upcoming on their schedule, the Chargers at home, the Broncos on the road, the Jets on the road. And the Bengals at home, the Bengals are looking a little bit tougher. What's their record after that four game stretch? They're five and three now, predicted over the next four games. I really do think they can go three and one out of this. And I think that the uncertainty, and everyone's excited about next week, the Dolphins will be wearing their throwbacks. It'll be the whole Justin Herbert versus Tua Tonga Valoa matchup. We know quarterbacks don't play each other, but this is the way this game's viewed. And for every one of the Dolphin fans that, you know, they had their <laughs> their doubts, and some people obviously love Jordan Love over Justin Herbert, which I still don't understand. But it's going to be exciting to see the way those two guys match up. But I do think the Dolphins will pull that out. I think the biggest matchup here is going to be the Bengals. And you mentioned it. They're playing some pretty good football. You can't count Joe Burrow out of anything. And, you know, I think it's all starting to finally come together for them. So uh, I think the Dolphins will go 3-1 and one because uh, it'd be crazy to say they're going to go 4-0. and oh, And I do think that the, the toughest opponent on their schedule, I do think, will come down to the Bengals because, again, Joe Burrow versus Tua Tagovailoa. It's not quarterback versus quarterback, but that, that's going to be one that, everyone's going to want to watch and and hopefully the NFL does the right thing and and flexes that guy into prime time. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.